If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. Today's chat's been brought to you by International Horse College. International Horse College's motto is people safety and horse welfare, and you'll find this message throughout our chats. Registered Training Organisation number 31352. Today on Horse Chats, we've got Sophie Barrington back. She's a regular guest and is sponsored by Archer Creative. So if you'd like your horse business to have an appealing, easy-to-navigate website, then talk to Sophie Barrington. You can go to horsechats.com, search for Sophie, search for Barrington or search for Archer Creative, or just listen to this podcast and we'll give you her contact details at the end. Now, Sophie, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Thank you, Glenis. How are you? Fantastic now that I'm talking to you and I know that you've got a new subject that I'd like to listen about. We're going to talk about the introduction to omnichannel marketing. So tell us about omnichannel. What is it? How did the name become about and how we can use it in our marketing for our horse business to get more business, get more customers and uh, keep our horses happy and well fed? <laughs> so omnichannel marketing is perhaps the marketing buzzword of 2019. But before we get caught up in the jargon, I'm going to break down what omni-channel marketing actually means. Mm -hmm. So the first part of the word omni is defined as combining forms. It comes from the Latin word omnis, which stands for all or universally. The second part of the word channel refers to the various ways in which consumers interact with companies. So if you have to think about it today, a consumer can engage with a company in their store, on their website or through their mobile app through a catalogue, through social media, and various other ways as well. Now, because of this, marketers need to create seamless experience regardless of channel or device. Each element of the consumer's experience should be consistent and complementary. Thus, we enter the era of omnichannel marketing. Brilliant, brilliant. All right. Now, does that mean if I'm on my iPhone and then I talk to you again on my iPad or my computer or something, you're going to still know who it is? Is there, you know, some sort of a link there between the two? Yes, potentially. Now, it depends on the type of business. So, what we're going mm -hmm. to delve into in this podcast is retail, focused on uh, primarily. Yep. Uh, but that being said, you know, it's really about creating an experience for the consumer that does feel as seamless as possible. Now, if you do get inquiries, it is important to manage those inquiries and have some form of uh, system in place. It might mm -hmm. be a proper CRM software, which is called a customer relationship management software software yep. and that way you can keep track of inquiries and how they're filtering through Good. to your business. That's really Good. important. Good. Uh, but that being said, you know, if you do have another type of business that primarily operates online, uh, you may also have what's called marketing automation in place as well, which basically can do a lot of the legwork for you. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on in the chat, mm -hmm. uh, but essentially, yes, it's about looking at your business and how you can make it as seamless end-to-end -end as possible for the consumer's experience. Perfect, perfect. Now, thinking about horse businesses, because that's what we're all about and um, whether people mm -hmm. have got their own horse business where they employ people or they're self-employed or, you know, even if they just want to communicate better, even within their club or something, I'm sure it's still going to be 
relevant, but but tell us what specific type of horse business we can talk that can consider omnichannel. Is it all of them or just certain ones? Mm. Well, in short, omnichannel marketing is important for every horse business, Mm -hmm. but none more so than equine retailers. So for the purpose of this podcast, I am going to focus on the retail sector. Uh, Now, that being said, the equine retailers, I believe, will be the most successful are those who have embraced e-commerce in addition to their brick-and-mortar store. So they're not just limited by their physical location. They can also operate really strongly through an online website, which enables them to sell beyond just their physical premises. So using omnichannel marketing, these retailers are also in a really strong position to create a seamless experience and delight their customers wherever they are. Mm, I'm just thinking, you know, about a few prominent retailers in the horse industry, particularly where we are, and they're the ones that their ads seem to pop up. They might Mm. send me an email or they seem to be everywhere. And I suppose that's what omni-channel marketing is about, isn't it? That that they are everywhere. It's not just, I want to go shopping there, it's everywhere. That's exactly right. And it's also thinking a really easy way to think about omni-channel marketing in terms of thinking of that transaction that's going to take place. So if you're going to buy say a new pair of jodhpurs. So talking about that transaction, what we need to think is that no longer is that shopping or buying process just a straight line kind of linear experience. We actually need to think of buying from businesses more as a circle and creating that end-to-end experience that is circular and complete. Okay. Okay. Now, Sophie, tell us about the omnichannel marketing, but why is it so important for equestrian retails? You know, we do a lot of word of mouth, but Mm. why is it so important that we embrace this as well? Now, word of mouth is a really interesting one, which I think will actually tie in really clearly in just a moment. So Mm -hmm. if you have a think about it, the effectiveness of mass push-based marketing, so think print ads, television, radio, and also email blasts that just go out to a mass group of people without really actually tapping into who those individual people are is rapidly declining. So the effectiveness of those push-based marketing channels is declining. Mm -hmm. So consumers expect a more personalized one-to-one experience when engaging with a company. And this is particularly true in retail. And as you can imagine, obviously, you know, a word of mouth endorsement or recommendation is always going to be so much stronger uh, than a mass ad that you see in simply a magazine or on the TV. So if you think of your own experience as well, when we actually talk about the experience of shopping, whether it's in-store or through a website, most of us can recall times when we felt dissatisfied, when we felt kind of out of touch with that particular business. We didn't really mm. understand us or didn't really create an experience that really worked for us. So none of us want to struggle, you know, finding the right product placing an order for a product, adding an item to cart on someone's website, or even getting a timely response to our inquiries. And that's particularly true on things like social media, where we Mm -hmm. do expect an almost instantaneous reply. So our expectations have made the stakes just so much higher than what they used to be. Yep, yep, yep. Now, I understand that. The rapid changes, what's led to those rapid changes? Mm. 
So I have to say, I think it's a combination of things that are changing our expectations as consumers. You know, we now live in a fast-paced, hyper-connected world. We're bridged by devices and platforms that have almost obliterated those past constraints of, of time and space, basically. So if you think about it, from one mobile phone, we can research, we can review, we can place orders, we can purchase products pretty much anywhere, anytime. So consumer loyalty, I believe, is almost at an all-time low. And that's because we have almost endless choices in terms of who we can buy from and, and also what we can actually buy for ourselves and our horses. So this means basically that more than ever, companies have to get it right from the outset. And that really is where omni-channel marketing comes into play. Okay, good, good. Now, when I say equestrian retails, I mean anyone that's selling horse products. You know, they might be selling mm. feed or saddlery or the pair of jodhpurs, or they might be making some rugs. And even people who are teaching can do this. You know, coaches, they've got the mm. riding school. How can they implement some of these omnichannel marketing? So it begins by evaluating the current experience of your customers. So put yourself in their shoes and actually take a walk through the same steps that they have to when they might be considering buying from you. So if you do operate a store, it's really important to rate that shopping experience. So think about how is the store presented? How do staff greet customers? Are they helpful and knowledgeable about the products that you sell? And do they collect any customer information? Is it important for them to collect that information so they can learn about their customers and actually offer them things in the future that they're going to be interested in. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about an online business, so any business that has a website, but particularly for an e-commerce website, uh, test all the channels that a customer can use to communicate with your business. This is going to be your phone, your email, social media, and your website. So how easy is it for them to find what they're looking for? Are there any roadblocks when adding an item to the cart? Uh, how responsive are staff to inquiries? Are promotional messages consistent? And also when I talk about roadblocks, particularly in e-commerce, even though this isn't really about omnichannel marketing, one thing I will definitely say that I've learned in the industry is that if you have really high price points on your cost of shipping, that is a huge, huge turnoff. So if you do have a decent product with a good profit margin, I highly recommend offering free shipping or having regular offers that reduce the cost of shipping. That is one of the biggest turnoffs um, in the e-commerce space and one of the main reasons that people don't make sales through their website. And also for any other type of business, it's just really taking a step outside of your business and pretending that you're a customer. So if you do have, you know, that coaching business or that writing school, get someone to make a phone call and see how the phone is answered. Send through an email inquiry asking about, you know, your lesson fees. Go through the steps of, you know, having a look at your Facebook page and make sure um, that there's a really great experience that's offered to that consumer when they actually make an inquiry. So it's good to have someone in your business do it, but also feel free to get some people outside of your business, maybe a couple of customers or clients um, whose opinion that you trust to actually go through this process. So if they identify any unnecessary barriers, uh, you have reached the first step in fixing them. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available and the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, 
if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine, maybe one day you could be a guest on Horse Chats. Well, that's good. That's good. Now, you've talked about this, uh, really good tips there too, I think. And I particularly like the one, you know, where you said about the free shipping because it does turn mm. people off, you know. if you Oh, it does. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the common mistakes a retailer's making? Well, I think, I mean, omnichannel marketing, it's a mouthful, isn't it? But it's also, you know, it is a new terminology in 2019. I think it only really has started to come into focus. And I think in the equestrian world, I think that retailers may not be aware of this idea that increasingly people are using multiple devices during a single transaction. So going from that linear, straightforward process, they move from A to B, is just simply not true. We now have to think about it in an omnichannel approach, which turns that straight line into a circle. So they might go from your Facebook page to making an email inquiry. They might even see your ad on Facebook but not even click on it. They might go straight organically to your website. So it's making sure that all the channels are connected. So I know myself that in my day-to-day life, I frequently change between mobile, tablet, and desktop throughout the day. Um, If I, say, for example, looking at an e-commerce website, if I add an item to the cart on my mobile phone but I don't actually check out and buy the item, I definitely expect it to be there if I go back, say, through my desktop computer in the same way if I returned on my tablet. So Mm -hmm. that's why I keep coming back to e-commerce because omnichannel marketing is extremely relevant in the retail space and and particularly the e-commerce space. And I also believe very, very firmly, and the research does back this up, that if you do have a store and you sell products, the best way that you can strengthen your store is by also having an e-commerce website. That's going to be an absolute win win mm-hmm. to keep your business strong now and into the future. If you're an equestrian coach or a horse riding instructor, or even if you aspire to be one, have a look at the free video series for horse riding instructors on the Horse Chats website. Go there now. Have a look. Horsechats.com. Okay, well, that's good. And what about technology? I mean, we always mm-hmm. worry about technologies, but technology's tactic. What should the equestrian retailers or, or the equine retailers be doing and using? For those equine retailers interested in e-commerce, definitely a robust e-commerce website is absolutely essential. So at my business, Archer Creative, we recommend uh, WordPress, which integrates with their own e-commerce system called WooCommerce. Um, That being said, though, we're also very confident in Shopify. So a really solid alternative to WordPress um, that we would recommend is Shopify. So they would be the two uh, leading e-commerce platforms that we would recommend that, that people start to have a look into. Uh, That being said, when you do have an e-commerce website, you can also use uh, what's called marketing automation and also CRM software. So I touched on these a little bit earlier. So when I say marketing automation, I'm essentially talking about creating emails. uh, But the wonderful thing about automation is that they are actually created once 
and then can be sent automatically in a particular order and over a particular period of time that you set uh, without you having to actually manage and manually send out emails to your customers. So it becomes an automated uh, series of emails that you can send out. Mm -hmm. And customer relationship management or CRM software, which is often uh, shortened to, basically is software. uh, You can get free CRM tools, which is still quite good, that basically allow you to manage and keep track of your customers and their information. Uh, But you can also get quite advanced software, which will cost you a bit of money, usually on a monthly basis. But basically, a lot of those uh, software that you pay for actually enable you to do a lot of your marketing activities through them. So you can actually create your emails and run uh, different types of email campaigns through that software. And they do become really an end-to-end tool where everything kind of comes together Mm -hmm. uh, for your marketing. So they can be really helpful. So with these two items in place, basically, marketing automation and CRM, an e-commerce retailer can create personalized one-to-one messages with their customers at every stage of the buying process. So what I what I could give as an example here is say a customer who's added an item to cart but hasn't yet actually bought the product, what you can do is you can set up emails that actually uh, email that person directly. You can personalize it with their first name, which is also shown to be extremely effective when it comes to open rates. Yes. Actually prompting that person to check out and buy out of the cart, you might offer them, say for example, a limited time 10% off offer mm-hmm. that will go out to that person. Now, what you can also do on the flip side to that is you can also engage people who have actually bought from the cart. So say, for example, someone bought that beautiful pair of jodhpurs in the last 24 hours, you might actually have an email that goes out to that person that then prompts them to buy a beautiful dressage top that actually matches with those jodhpurs to create a cohesive beautiful look for the show ring. And these are actually messages that you can create once and have them go out automatically. I mean, how amazing is that? I mean, horse people are so time poor to begin with Mm -hmm. to actually, you know, spend the time and do that work in the beginning, but then actually have those processes working for you without you even having to go back and touch them. I mean, certainly you can go back and make improvements over time, uh, but you can actually create basically these single messages and you can essentially set and forget which obviously is one of the most beautiful uh, ways of doing marketing. So with the right technology in place, um, what what actually is shown is that these messages are really effective at driving engagement, at driving loyalty and sales, uh, but in a way that actually makes the customer feel spoken to. So creating that more personalized experience, using their name, referencing products they've actually recently bought. I mean, that just turns a mass blanket email into something that really truly is one-to-one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really good. That's really good. And I like the way you bring in, you know, what we need is the marketing automation and the CRM, but you're Mm. talking about free tools. So I'm sure we're going to give Sophie's contact details in a minute. And uh, if you want to contact her about those free tools, I'm sure she'd be happy to answer your questions there. Mm -hmm. Now, all of this, of course, costs money and it's risky. Mm. So it's like, you know, retailers might be saying, oh, should I risk the money? But it's almost like, What are they going to risk if they don't implement Mm. omni-channel marketing? 
Well, they really risk falling behind, unfortunately. So that means losing customers and ultimately losing business. And one of the most important lessons in business is is staying in business. Mm-hmm. So equine retailers who want to be successful, they really need to start thinking about embracing omni-channel marketing. And also, you know, even before that step, is also thinking if you only have that brick and mortar store, is there a way that you can actually get online and create a website that can also start to serve customers further afield? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Now, of course, we've talked about what they risk if they don't implement it, but what do they gain if they do implement it? Well, ultimately, the reward is a more profitable and scalable e-commerce business. And that's the beautiful thing about e-commerce is that you're no longer limited by a standalone store. You're no longer limited by your opening hours. You essentially have a business and in its most beautiful form, it can actually make money for you while you sleep. Perfect. Perfect. What's ahead for retailers now in 2019? You know, I'm just thinking about all the horse shops there and people that are listening that have got a retail business or thinking about a retail business. What can they look forward to? What's ahead for them? I think it's going to be a really exciting but also a really challenging landscape for retail. I think the reality is that, you know, marketing, you know, these digital channels of marketing like Facebook and Instagram, you know, they started out appearing really easy and really cheap. And I don't think it's always going to stay that way. I think things are, you know, challenging and are tough and I think they're going to continue to be so. And it's really important for retailers to learn the best practices and implement those practices in their marketing. Um, But I think those who will thrive are interested in omnichannel marketing for the opportunities that it presents to understand and Mm -hmm. speak to their actual customers. So what I really love about this idea of omnichannel marketing is that it reminds us that the best form of marketing above everything else is personal. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sophie, thank you again. You always come up with really good subjects. You always come up with like the leading edge of what's happening marketing-wise, business-wise. So thank you for that. And um, I'm sure that all our listeners are thanking you. Now, if they'd like to contact you direct, what's the best way? Yeah, sure. So they're very welcome to contact me via phone. So our office number is 1300 077 126. They also can reach me directly on email. So if anyone has any questions after this podcast, just feel free to shoot me an email. It's sophie at archercreative.net.au and they can also link with me on LinkedIn. I'm quite proactive on LinkedIn uh, and can also answer questions through direct message there. So just search for Sophie Barrington or linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash equine marketing expert. Perfect. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you for the equine marketing expert advice and I look forward to your next chat. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much, Glennis. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below 